This episode of the Mayfair Theater Podcast is brought to you by Audible.com. Get a free audiobook download with a 30-day trial at audibletrial.com slash Podcast. There's over 150,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. Again, that's audibletrial.com slash Podcast. Get a free audiobook on us today. Welcome, everybody, to the Mayfair Theater Podcast. I'm Andrew. I'm Mel. I'm Josh. And uh, today is Thursday, November 5th. It's a uh, beautiful global warming day outside. <laughs> <laughs> that is, uh, I don't know, we're supposed to have snow by now, aren't we? I, like, I have a, my, my brain remembers having snow when I'm a kid, when I was a kid at, like, Halloween. Yeah. Well, like, we're far past that period in September where it gets warm. Yeah, and I biked here today just with my hoodie on and way too hot. I'm going to bike home in a t-shirt, I think. I might be dying because I'm cold, but um, <laughs> <laughs> but but they did say it was like El Nino this year. Yeah. And that it would be unseasonably warm this summer, which like, this isn't what I was expecting though. I was expecting like maybe 10 degrees right now. Yeah. Usually it's like six. Green Christmas again. I'm fine with that. Yeah. I, like I don't like shoveling. <laughs> no. <laughs> Man, I, know, I know everyone always complains about, you know, Christmas coming too early and the songs and everything like that. But I was walking Gypsy last night and walked by Loblaws and they had all this pine tree stuff outside for sale. Mm. And I have to admit, that smell, I'm like, I love Christmas. I'm like, oh, I'm in. I like that smell. I love decorating. Yeah. You know, I don't like snow, though. I really no. skip, skip that part. <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so the... Uh, the big, the, the most interesting topic of conversation, I think, is that we survived Halloween. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, I will start with my side of the story, mm-hmm. and then you guys can paint the word picture because you guys had boots on the ground. So I woke up on uh, Saturday morning, <laughs> Halloween, with a with a text from Andrew. I didn't wake up in the middle of the night to receive the text at two in the morning, with a lot of all caps and saying <laughs> saying, "Please phone an electrician. There was an emergency." And, and that's kind of all the information I had. <laughs> so then I felt horrible. I think I tweeted a thing at like 2 a.m. Yeah. thinking like, I'm not going to tag the Mayfair because I don't want to cause panic, but also hopefully maybe Josh will read this. <laughs> yeah. And then, and then uh, 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 an email from, from one of the partners, Ian, going, should I be concerned about this? <laughs> so I didn't know exactly what happened. I, I figured it wasn't an end-of-the-world emergency or I would have actually been, you know, woken up at 3 in the morning. But... Um, I phoned Mel and woke her up. I felt really bad, but I could tell that you were like in a in a coma. I think I dreamed that conversation. <laughs> I don't remember it. And then I proceeded to come in early to wait for an electrician. So you guys tell us what happened on Hollow's. What is that? Hollow's Eve? That counts. That's like thirtieth, right? I, I still don't know what happened. No. <laughs> well, <laughs> like I'm not an electrician, so I don't right. know the actual terms. So, but what happened during? So so they're singing the time warp. It, it's like. Full House. Full House, Rocky it Horror. Was, it was the midnight show, sold Things out. awesome. And for this show, I'm pretty sure this was the show where we had to, like, scooch some of the Rocky Horror shadow cast, absent friends, shadow cast f- friends out of the... Out of yeah, weren't we? Yeah. Seats, like, Didn't we run out of seats or something? I think we put people in the very front row. Because, yeah, yeah we give them, we give the shadow cast the first row. Right. Yeah. For their, because they, you, I don't know, they kick the seats and things. And then, and, and then... Anyway, so, you know... Everything's pretty exciting and pretty busy, 
Uh, everything seems to be going okay until um, Tyler. Yes. From the well, f- for, former from our former House guy. of Targ security and our occasional security guy. Yeah. Um, comes to alert me and he says, "There's smoke coming out of the floor." Oh God. <laughs> I was like, okay, uh, like where? In my mind, it's like, okay, well, maybe there's like a cigarette butt. Yeah. Let's figure out what it is kind of thing. And he's like, it seems to be coming out of the plug. That's like, we have four little eye lights in each aisle where yeah. we put a little night light so people can see where they're going. And I was like, okay, so, and I was like, do you think we should shut down the show? Like, yeah. to figure out what the hell is going on because like, it seems to be coming from the plug. And he was like, yeah. So I ran to the office. Yeah. Andrew is in the lobby? Or were you... Were I was you in the office. Counting down stuff? Yeah. So I run into the office and tell Andrew to call the fire department. And I closed the breaker off. And yeah. meanwhile, everybody was doing an awesome job. Yeah. Like, deciding how they were going to evacuate and stuff like that. So we turned off the movie and turned on the lights. Yeah. And got everybody out. Well, I know, too, it's like, and, and kudos to our patrons, which I over and over again have lovely stories of very few people upset about the chain of events and understanding that this kind of just happened. Everybody you know? was awesome. <laughs> like, yeah, so we ended up giving everybody who stuck around uh, either a ticket for a Halloween show, assuming yeah. that it was going to be, because the firefighters came, <laughs> like yeah. eight fire trucks showed up outside. Oh, man. Yeah. Um, uh, and they came and they said, you know, it could be an easy fix if you don't need that plug to work, you could just cut the power off. Like, so the wire melted a little bit, and that was the smoke. Right. Um, So they said you could either cut the power off, which is, you know, a five-minute fix, which is, I think, what we ended up doing. Yes. Or sort of, like, redo the wiring and make that plug work again so that it's not smoky. Um, So all was said and done, but then that was sort of a buzzkill. And I yeah. checked in with Sam from the Shadowcast, and he was like, let's just call it a night. Like, I don't know how you start up. Because, I, I mean, I stopped the movie, yeah. so it wouldn't have, like, continued playing. Right. We wouldn't have had to rewind or anything like that. But then, yeah. you know, these guys are essentially like putting on a play. Co- coitus interruptus. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, Actually, and, though. And, like, I, ironically, the cable, out of all the things that cable could run, like, that cable could run the... The, 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 it's the not dra- even anything important. Yes, yeah. <laughs> it could be like drawing the curtains or it could be whatever. But it seemed that that cable, it was the exit lights. It's an, oh, the breaker. Or the breaker, yeah, yeah the breaker was the so exit lights. it's like lights. the night lights and the exit lights. Yeah. And the firefighter said you can either call it a night yeah. or you can put a staff member at each exit with a flashlight since your emergency exit lights aren't working. Yeah. And it was sort of like yeah, we that's have a lot <laughs> of stuff to do today. Yeah. Um, it was better. So, they, they they agreed with us that it was better to best just to call just it a night. call yeah, it yeah. a night. And, 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 and especially in, like, social media land, like, there was nobody, like, crying for our heads or saying we ruined Halloween or anything There's like that. There's a handful of people yeah. who asked for a refund. But yeah. um, a lot of folks came for the show Yeah, for any show that they wanted to on Halloween. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I came in Halloween relatively early, like 10 a.m., because I have no concept of what it was going to be yeah. and we had a recommendation from our friends at house of targ yeah and i i uh, texted that guy and unfortunately he was just busy yeah who, and we should call him for like real jobs yeah and he 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 <laughs> yeah, texted we should back. have a guy now yeah we should have a guy well he texted back later in the day very nicely and he said are you okay and he was like yeah we're okay oh cool but there was nice. there was three other guys just like randomly on on just the magic of the internet i went on 
And they were like, okay, we'll call you back ASAP. And another one was like, okay, we, we told the guy he's going to call you back ASAP. So I found a fourth guy, got him on the phone right away. He said, I'll be there in 15 minutes. He was. And then he proceeded to fix the thing in like half an hour or less. And then I realized like way later in the day, because I was here to like work and then I went to like a Halloween party that night. Mm-hmm. And hours later, I was like, those other three have yet to call me back. Yeah. <laughs> so wow. if, if I was more of the complaining type. At least it wasn't like that one guy. Yeah. So the only guy available has yet to call me back. Yeah. So it's like, it's good that I made that extra effort or we would have still been sitting here now because they still haven't called me back. It's like, you know, a week later, but he basically, he opened up the floor and it was all like charred up and horrible, but especially a theater this old, the, 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 well, it's full of pop. Yeah. And the interesting thing though like and it's only it's all we could we could talk about it in jest because everything's fine now. Is like you know a bit of coke could have been spilt there in like 1965. Yeah. And then a bit more, and then that could have like gone away, and then a bit more in like 1985, and a bit more now. Well, but like, the thing with pop syrup is like the water evaporates, but there's still goo that is left. And yeah. It's mm-hmm. sticky forever. Yeah. So he he took anyway. out a bunch of that goo and fixed it all up, and it's all pretty and done now, and so it's fixed. Yeah. And um, but. Man, like, of all the nights you don't want to cancel the show, it's Halloween yeah. when you have two packed performances of Rocky Horror and another well-attended one. At least yeah. it was the midnight show, though. Yeah. Imagine if it was, the, like, the 6.30 on oh, a Saturday and we yeah. had to, like, cancel the other two Well, and, that, and that's the funny thing is, like, all these no. nice tweets came in for the earlier show of, like, yeah, that was great, that was great. So if you, if you read those, everything's all right in the world. <laughs> and then that happened. But is is man, it's it's all fixed now, and and even on Twitter and stuff, there were some people who were like, "Oh, I heard the Mayfair had a fire," and you're like, "No, no, no, it's not that dramatic." <laughs> yeah. Well, don't yeah. use the f word. Yeah. Well, I think a lot of people were were saying electrical fire. Yeah. And it's like, well, we narrowly avoided that yeah. for sure. Yeah. For sure. We had an almost electrical fire. But yeah, nothing actually was a flame. Right. And there's so many. It's always like the the. The shadow cast are so such a bunch of talented kids, and to see the aftermath of there's always somebody coming for the first time, mm-hmm. and there's always people coming who think they're just going to Rocky Horror, which I think is hilarious. <laughs> yeah. There's oh, yeah. always people just walking in who don't realize that they're about to see a live performance mixed in with that, and to see their response, especially nowadays, because like Twitter and Facebook and all that kind of stuff, it's so great. People taking pictures and Instagram and whatever. And, and especially when you kind of brag a bit and you tell people like, yeah, we're right up there. Like it's like, you know, LA and New York and then us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, so yeah, so that was cool. And then they're coming back in November, which doesn't usually happen. Yeah, yeah I was, surpri- I I was surprised by that. I think they're excited about it. I think it's because, I think part of it is because in giving out passes, like, right. so we evacuated everybody yeah. and then it was like, okay, how do we deal with this? Yeah. And it was like, well, we don't have 300 passes on hand. Right. And like printing and stamping and signing those is a bit of a pain, but yeah. we had some. Yeah. So it was like, let's offer either tickets to a Halloween show or a pass for later. Yeah. But the passes that we handed out for later were accidentally stamped for the end of November and oh. the shadow cast doesn't normally do right. a November show because yeah. they deserve a break. Yeah. Um, oh, so this is my fault because I think I might have... Well, they could take Christmas <laughs> off. Either way, well, but the thing is, is I got an email from Sam who was like, uh, what do we do about this? And I was like, well, they're bright orange passes that are really easy to identify. We just accept them for the Christmas show? Yeah, yeah. Like, 
Yeah. But then all of a sudden we have a November show and I don't know why. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's okay though. I'm fine with it. Yeah. Um, but I, I don't know. When was the last time we did? So they've been uninterrupted in their performance, right? Like we haven't just screened Rocky Horror Plane without them. Without them? No, oh, no, we have. God. Have we? Like, have they done? Something no, no, they haven't. They haven't. We haven't always had the no. shadow cast. But okay. once they started. They've done Since it every time. Then, though, I couldn't I imagine so. doing it without them. Yeah, I think yeah, yeah. I can't remember because it, 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 it seems like because Sam I, was saying it was his like a hundred and first show. Because like back wow. in the day, we didn't do it this frequently. Like it was like a Halloween thing. Yeah. And then I don't know. I do not know the secret origin behind the Shadow Cast. I don't know where they came from. I don't Sam know. Sam is an alien from outer space. Yeah, like That's, I don't. I don't think Sam has like. I don't a, know where it came from either. Yeah, I don't it think just, Sam has just a real. One yeah, day. like I don't think Sam has a real job. I can't picture him like bagging <laughs> groceries or something. You know, Sam's like, job is giving me free chocolate when I go to the mall. Yeah, <laughs> I think I think he always Not looks actually, like don't that. Tell don't tell us, <laughs> yeah. He does though. It's funny. I was walking through the mall with my boyfriend, and and he sort of peeked into. Godiva's, which is where Sam works, and he was like, "Look at that mustache!" And I was like, "That's Sam." Uh, yeah. Because he does always look like that. Man, <laughs> look at that mustache. We, yeah. we, we've chatted about it casually, Sam and I, and a couple of the other, uh, Handsome Mark and a couple of the other um, Rocky Horror kids. And I know, like, it's such work. And even just when I was busy working and overhearing some of the show, like, it's different. Like, there, there's new improv, there's new yeah. jokes, especially, like, like, there was election jokes in the last yeah. one. I heard some Trudeau stuff. Mm-hmm. But well, there's always that Stephen Harper joke or that... Oh, that yeah. Well, but this time around, uh, when they came up to the house, somebody made like a twenty-four Sussex joke, which. But just... that's always there, isn't it? No, I don't think There's so. There's always some political joke there, in there. But like our, so ours is different. Like some than... stuff they repeat, and some political... stuff there, yeah. there's some stuff is like new every time, right? Yeah. 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 But I would like it'd be very interesting. It'd be an endeavor, like a whole new thing. But I, I was like, imagine if they did. Little Shop of Horrors, or like, uh-huh. is, is there another movie that they Samurai would, Cop, Samurai Cop, that they would like to do? Um, that they could like, I would love Little Shop of Horrors. Like, off the top of my head, Little Shop of Horrors is the first one that came because it's like musical and kind of horror-y and, and ridiculous, yeah, and available. I would love like Rock and Roll High School, but I know that's not available because Roger Corman holds on to all his <laughs> yeah. movies like a monster. Um, but that would be that would be you know, or like the way they do, um. Like, even something more, like Army of Darkness, but that's not a musical. That's only musical, and in, in it's like Evil Dead the musical. Yeah. I but, think it probably works best with a musical. Yeah. But, man, that'd be fun, too. But that would be, you know, work. That would be yeah. a whole other undertaking for them. Well, that's, you know, watching the movie a bajillion times to basically learn it yeah. by heart and then come up with jokes yeah. that could be recurring. Yeah. They've done it out of so, town, too, haven't they? Toronto. Toronto. Did they go Montreal? I thought they did Montreal. Um, possibly because Beata is there. Yeah. And did this, done, done it in a few different cities. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it, it's, it's um, so it'll be back next month. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so that's good. We survived that. And as per usual. Man, what a weird week though. Oh, Between yeah. like the power going out during The Exorcist and yeah. having to evacuate during a midnight screening of Rocky Horror. Yeah, those two Halloween things. Uh, and it's, the Exorcist Shining thing was was the best because it didn't go horribly wrong. Yeah. Everybody was cool. Well, none of it did. Even yeah. though we had to evacuate, honestly, I'm yeah. super proud of everybody. Yeah. And, so and the smooth. movie didn't stop. No. no. <laughs> yeah. Well, see, I was naive to that because um, The Shining was screening, and I was down sitting in the box office, and then the power went out. And then, and then Bless 
uh, Marcus's little heart, our projectionist guy, or whatever his title is now, because there's no such thing as a projectionist. I still but call him our He's our projectionist. He, he phoned me back right away, and he said, go upstairs because the movie's still playing. And I didn't know that happened, that, that the, the, the robot is self-contained, but it, yeah. so it kept going, but the bulb went out. So we stopped that, waited a little bit. It ended up like the whole damn city was out. Yeah. And then, I don't know. For like 10 minutes? 10, 15 minutes yeah. later, it was back on, and we started the movie. And the, the most fun thing about starting a movie after it breaks is the big round of applause. <laughs> Because I remember a... Fan- it's like when someone drops a glass at a bar. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you screwed up, but yay, it's back now. But we screened a, a on-its-last-legs print of Princess Bride. Yeah. And Matthew, our, our former projectionist, was up there and just sweating. because he, he was knew, a superhero yeah. with Prince, that guy. And so it died. And I think rather dramatically. I think it even, like, caught and burned on the screen and the whole bit. And you could hear people, like, gasping. And... So we ran out and said, oh, it'll be fixed. Just hang on a second. And it came back up and everything was fine and it worked. And then I happened to be standing with Matthew uh, on the stairs and like an adorable little blonde Pixar eight-year-old walked by <laughs> and was like, thank you for fixing my favorite movie. Oh. And we were both just like, oh. Dying. <laughs> Dying, yeah. So, yeah, pe- people, I think people appreciate, it's almost like in a play when somebody like flubs the line or does, or is like, a piece of the set falls, but you keep going. Like you, you're on their side, you know. Like you've seen the screw up, and you want it to keep going. And, yeah. And uh, people like that. I think we have a bit more of a connection with our customers too. So when something like that happens, it's like we're on the same team. Mm-hmm. Oh, for sure. And we're yeah. winning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it was, it's like anytime people say, whatever. Like we're 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 waiting to see the movie at the Mayfair, or you're getting this, or you know, coming to see this again at the Mayfair. All that stuff. It's because of that. It's because like this team of patrons we have that I think are are knowledgeable that their dollars help this place yeah. stay open and and I think they appreciate it when we get the weirdo stuff and come out to support that when they can't like yeah. we went through a little bit of a bad run but in the last like year or two like people came to Friday 13th the room is picked back up again mm-hmm. Rocky Horror is as busy as ever um, and even some of the more retro stuff like when we showed like a Star Trek film or, or Batman Mask of the Phantasm People are coming out, which is great because, you know, it's the worst when there's all a buzz for something and then nobody comes. Yeah. And then we, our hands are tied and we're like, well, that's why we can't show these movies. Yeah. But so, even like our Rest in Peace one-offs yeah, have yeah, done yeah, well. Yeah. And like this week coming up and, and in the near future, so we have a good mix of stuff. So like oh, this. Oh, man, I'm so excited for Gibor. So the the... The French-Canadian film we have, I was confused because it has a different Three titles. title. So here's the thing. So there is my internship in Canada yes. for anybody who can't pronounce Gibor. That's why they did it, right? Which might be the, the so, most commonly known title. Yeah. Yeah, because that's the title in the trailer that we've been playing. Yeah. Yeah. See, I was confused when it hit our, here's what we have coming next week, because it didn't have that. Mm-hmm. And then I looked it up and went, oh, it's that movie. Because yeah. it, has, it has a, the, the, it's original French title, that yeah. translation... And then my internship in Canada. Yeah. And this is a, uh, it's from the director of, which one? The oh came my out? God, I just blanked. Uh, Invasion Bab- No. Nope. Uh, oh, Monsieur Lazar. Yes. Monsieur Lazar, which and, is a great movie. Yeah, yeah, really, really good. And the actor from Starbuck. Yeah, Patrick Huard. Oh, Huard. that's what that's <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Man. So I watched, out of, out of curiosity, and because I don't hate Vince Vaughn, I watched the remake of Starbuck. Yeah. And I've seen, I saw Starbuck here, and, and, and so I watched the remake of Starbuck recently. And if, if, if you're 
any bit of a movie fan at all, it's interesting to watch just because it's the same movie. Like, I mm. think if you put them side... Like, other remakes are like, that first episode of The Office? Yeah, pretty much. Like, I believe they used... Like, I think they translated the script, took the storyboards, and, you know, got, like, the, the cinematographer's shot list because it's the same movie. It's, it's the same director. It's the same director, too. It's the same director, oh. too. So that's even easier. Okay. I think, yeah. yeah. And, and so, so what's weird is the Vince Vaughn version is not a bad film, but you're like, I saw this movie in an alternate universe where it was French. <laughs> And because, like, you know, if you look at, like, a remake or a reboot, like, either Marky Mark's Planet of the Apes or the more recent Planet of the Apes, <laughs> they're not, like, shot-for-shot shot remake. Mm. They're, they're different. They're a different interpretation. But every once in a while, they just do that. And I could see the financial reasoning of, oh, we have a script. We don't need to rewrite it. <laughs> so basically, the only difference was it was set in, I can't even remember, it was set in, like, Chicago or New York instead of Quebec. Everything yeah. else was the exact same. But I guess probably the idea is like we think this is a legitimately good movie, yeah. And that Hollywood could, yeah, and that and that that the, the states doesn't like reading subtitles French people, or yeah. French people, yeah. So we got to put <laughs> or French, people. yeah. So we got to put Vince Vaughn in it because there's that movie, and then there was one that um, Frank Oz directed called I think it's called Death at a Funeral, and it was mm-hmm. a, it was a comedy about a funeral. And then they remade it in the States with a with a mostly black cast with like Martin Lawrence, Chris Rock, mm-hmm. Tracy Morgan. And again, the exact same movie, even down to Peter Dinklage played the same part <laughs> in both movies. That's awkward. And Is that awkward? It's weird. That's awkward. It's just weird. Like I mean, for Dinklage, it must have been like, oh yeah, sure, I can do this again. I, I still remember my lines. Yeah. <laughs> but it's weird when they remake something. And I'm sure that like internship in Canada if the states get a hold of this, it'll say my internship in Washington or whatever. It'll, like they can, they can take the exact same story and instead of releasing yeah. it, you think there'd be some logic to, oh, we just have this good movie, let's release it in more theaters, but they'll just remake it. That's yeah. like so. Yeah, so it's 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 we actually have that. I think that I don't know if I'm right at all, but I mm-hmm. feel like I remember Lee saying something about it being difficult to get a movie out of Quebec. Yeah, well, it's... it's. Remember yeah, because we don't show a lot of He was Quebec saying, um, I think he was saying last week on the podcast how in the States, if you're rated R, that's the whole damn country. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In Canada, it's provincial. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you could have it, everything's rated G in Quebec, and that could be rated PG here and, and you know, theoretically R in Vancouver, unlikely, but you could have that difference, which means a, distri- a distribution company has to do that in every every mm-hmm. province. So sometimes there'll be like a French Canadian film that might play at Sundance or something, and we take a look at it. Probably does Gangbusters in Quebec because yeah. they're great at supporting oh, each yeah. other. Yeah, and, it, and it's just on rare occasion something like like Crazy makes it oh out. Oh my god, what a good movie though! And or Mommy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. But but it, it's strange that even like we were like we want to screen that, and they're like, oh, it doesn't have its rating for for the rest of Canada is not being distrib- distributed into the rest of Canada. Yeah. Which is so bizarre. Yeah. But also, what I have another thing is, and I think I remember this from being in Orleans, we're so close to Gatineau yeah. that the movies will make the rounds at, at whatever yeah. the multiplex is out there, and by then everybody's seen it who speaks French because yeah. it takes 10 seconds to drive to Gatineau. Yeah. Because now, now it's interesting because we ha- just on our trailer loop, we have... The internship in Canada, which we have uh, coming up this week, the week of November 6th, but then in the near future, we have one called, uh, is it Kindergarten Teacher or My Kindergarten Teacher? 
and it's a, the kindergarten it's, teacher. The kindergarten yeah. teacher. It looks really good. It looks yeah. really uncomfortable, but I think essentially it's um, like a brilliant kid. His parents want him to be kind of a normal kid, and the teacher wants him to be super brain, and there's the conflict in between. And yeah. it looks really good and uncomfortable, <laughs> but it's cool because like one of our... Uh, one of our candy kids was was wanting more French films, mm-hmm. and I was able to say we have two coming up: one one Canadian French and one France French coming up. So we have two on the horizon now. Um, and then we, but and she for, likes bringing her aunts and stuff. Yeah, <laughs> I think they'll like internship. And then for another foreign film coming up this week, we have uh, Labyrinth of Lies, which is yeah. a German film. Is it? World War II? It's after World War II. After World War II. And, um... About how, um, people in Germany were either denying the Holocaust or ignorant about it. Right. Man, it's just fascinating that we are, we are so far off from World War II, which is obviously a giant subject matter, and people are still producing relevant interesting well, films about it out. So, yeah like, so people who are living like in blissful ignorance after, oh yeah after world war ii either denying the holocaust straight up yeah or well it's like any time whatever and so this movie is about a dude who sort of started the trials right against people who were guards and whatnot yeah, in the Auschwitz Nuremberg trials. Yeah. yeah, who did horrible, horrible things. Yeah, it's, it's, it, this is a while back, but I remember Jon Stewart taking um, Fox News guy Bill O'Reilly to task because Bill O'Reilly was always talking about the good old days. And he's like, <laughs> well, yeah, Bill, you're a white dude from an, a rich family who is now in his 60s. You literally have no fucking clue what yeah, was the, going on. the good old days <laughs> for you were good, but when you were a kid, there was a Jewish kid who wasn't allowed into your pool, and there was a black kid who couldn't, drink at the same fountain as you so they were not the good old days you know they were good for you because you were five years old and eating candy and listening to Lone Ranger on the radio but like just because it was good like and I was like like the good old bad old days because there was a lot of cool stuff in the good old days even if it's just like the music you liked or film but then you're like oh yeah but uh, it was horrible and women couldn't vote and this was bad (laughs) and that was bad so it's like most people had no teeth yeah, but I think I think that's like everyone died when they were fifty. Yeah. yeah, so I think I think Labyrinth of Lies is is of a theme of that of somebody trying to bring to light horrible things amongst um, a society that's kind of looking the other way. Um, so that's one of the other dramatic horror, uh, dramatic uh, foreign films. Oh, you almost said horror. I did horror. It's because I was looking. <laughs> well, at it is kind of it is horrific. horrific sure, because I was looking at. Is Wacken a, ho- a foreign film? Uh, it's t- about yeah, technically technically German. Like the biggest or one of the biggest heavy metal festivals yeah. in the world. And and I I was I was and grabbing it's in Germany. I was grabbing a photo to, to put on to Twitter and it's like from the point of view of uh, the stage. And one of the, the freelance gigs I do every year is go work at Blues Fest for um, usually I do follow spot, but sometimes I'll unload the band and do stuff like that too. So there are times where I'm like backstage looking out on a crowd, but even the crowd at Blues Fest, like at most capacity is 10, like 20,000 or so? I forget, but it's, it's, it's big, but mm-hmm. it's not, you know. It's not huge. It's not like in the six figures. Mm-hmm. And I look at a crowd like that when I'm like up in the air on a follow spot tower or sitting in the sound, sound tent with one of the guys and being like, oh, I would not want to be out there. And have to go to the bathroom. Yeah, and you look at the crowd shots in Wacken and it's like 
like it's six figures. I forget what they said, but I think it's like a hundred thousand people at least. And it's just and this, they probably all come from around the globe. Just yeah. yeah. And it's this farmer's field that just you can see like the curvature of the earth. Oh <laughs> and I just always imagine being like So it's like Woodstock. Like yeah. It's not an actual farm. And I imagine being the guy like, you know, forty blocks back and the stage would be like the size of a matchbox <laughs> in your point of view. And just being like and it's muddy and shoulder to shoulder and yeah like outhouses are probably a mess <laughs> just all this kind of stuff and you it's might like, as well go out of the outhouse yeah it's like, it's like it that is i know people who live for that kind of stuff but i'm like that is not for me i i will enjoy whacking from the comfort of my seat at the mayfair <laughs> that's really where i get my music intake a lot nowadays because because of podcasts and audiobooks i rarely just walk down the street listening to music mm. so i get my music intake from concert films and so and I like the interruption of a bit of a behind-the-scenes stuff, too, which this has. So it has, like, Henry Rollins, who's in every music documentary. Mm. I saw Henry Rollins do a spoken word gig over at, uh, I forget what church it was here in Ottawa, oh, a couple yeah. summers ago. It's just oh, him talking that. for two yeah. hours, and it's amazing. I like Henry Rollins. Yeah. And, uh, and then it has Alice Cooper in it, and mm-hmm. uh, Deep Purple, and Anthrax, a bunch of, but it's just Lemmy. like... Lemmy. Lemmy, yeah. Rammstein. Yeah, so I know quite a few people are excited. One of my friends who is at Edmonton was very upset because he was like, how have I never heard of this movie? <laughs> and, uh, so like we had, he's heard of the festival, but not the movie. He's heard of the festival, yeah, and he didn't know that they had made a concert film. Um, and as per usual, this is something that's advertised as 3D, but we're presenting it in glorious 2D. Mm-hmm. And having just watched um, The Walk in 2D here at the theater mm-hmm. and talking with somebody who had seen it in 3D, uh, 2D is the way to go. <laughs> they were yeah. saying that the 2D was like, the cinematography looked off and it made them kind of seasick and stuff. So I'm happy to see things in, in glorious 2D. And I love our little like fight the power when we have a tag on it that says 2D. <laughs> uh, like we're not apologetic about it. No, no. Uh, Nor should we be. So so Wacken is our second German film this month uh, or this week. And then on the heels of Halloween, we have The Final Girls, uh, which is a really cool-looking kind of, I think, meta-comedy horror it's, it's film. It's Last Action Hero. It's Last Action Hero <laughs> with a horror I, movie, I read right? the synopsis. I'm yeah. like, oh, it's, it's uh, a slasher version of Last Action Hero. Yeah. And it's funny because I was, I was just trying to remember the name of the show um, Silicon Valley. Mm-hmm. Mel and I were chatting just before the podcast started rolling, and there's a guy from Silicon Valley in the movie. Um, and... It's, yeah, and, and a guy from, oh, it's, a, it's, it's got a bunch of comedians, and it's essentially like a Friday the 13th tribute come to life, like Andrew said, last action hero style. Mm-hmm. And the poster has a nice quote from Sam Raimi on it, which is a nice plus. Um, but, yeah, we keep, the, the Halloween presentations don't stop just because Halloween is over now. Well, we got, we're showing Friday the 13th part seven. Seven. Up, yeah. On the 13th. On the 13th. Um, this is the... Uh, the one where it's a, a girl with telekinesis battling Jason. Yeah, man, I was re- the the <laughs> like uh, like often it is with with. Hey, projects. they had to they had to figure something out. Yeah, trying yeah. not to laugh out loud. Okay, I was trying to keep it in. <laughs> the it's not supposed to be taken seriously. <laughs> it's a serious drama. The story behind this, fi- like many bad films, the story behind this film is is fascinating, and it's like. They were talking about how initially it was going to be a Freddy versus Jason film, and then that got taken out, and then the girl got put in its place as kind of a supernatural opponent for Jason. Mm. Uh, they were saying how there's a writer who, had, to this date, has not come out and taken credit for it. So there's like a fake 
like Alan Smithy type name oh. in the credits. And rumor has it it's because it's like a real Hollywood writer, and he's just like, yeah, yeah, give me the paycheck, give, give me give me twenty thousand bucks, I'll take a weekend and write it. And to this day, mm. nobody has taken credit for write, the rewriting of the script. Um, and it's just like, and it's it's the first film with Kane Hodder, who did the who played Jason four times, and a lot of fans think he's the Jason that he's their mm. favorite. He's, Jason. he's like he's the only one who's popular for playing. Yeah, for playing the role of Jason. Jason, yeah. And I, back in where's, the, where's his Where's his um, interview with James Lipton? Yeah, <laughs> what's your favorite swear word, Jason? Inside the horror actor studio. I years ago, uh, not that this isn't something I would stupidly do now, but. A couple friends and I watched 10 Friday 13th movies in one calendar day, which meant we had to, like, get up at, like, 8 in the morning. Uh, sounds painful. Oh, it was. And, and there was, it was myself and my friend Al and my friend Giselle, and it was this, like, descent into madness, and, like, Al was taking notes that genuinely got, like, more scribbled and insane, and, like, Giselle would be, like, laying on the ground, kind of babbling nonsense, and... Al's girlfriend at the time got further mad at us throughout the day because at the beginning she'd be like, oh, you goofy guys. And then, then she was like, you're wasting your life. And then she's like, you don't even like these movies. So by the end doing? of it, he's single? Probably. I think that could have been the instigator, yeah. Um, but especially when you watch them back to back, like, none of them are good. Some are better than others. None uh-huh. of them are a good... Well, to like, be fair, new, the one we're showing is one of the yeah, better ones. The better ones, yeah. But there, there, there's a difference between fun and good. But the weirdest thing is when you watch them back to back, there was such a uh, lackadaisical care about the continuity that like his jumpsuit and mask would change in between movies. So it would be like, he's in the water, he's buried here. And at the end of whatever, part four, he'd have a blue jumpsuit. And then he'd come back with an orange jumpsuit in the next one. And it'd be like... Well, I'm sure he's got like a cabin there where he's, you got, go and like change? A, he's got a like, closet. I, yeah. You know? <laughs> Like Batman, just like a whole bunch of suits. Yeah, he's got like a little wardrobe. I'm, I'm, if we, so the next Friday Thirteenth, so fingers crossed, this one will do well again. The next Friday Thirteenth, so we can show another one. Another one. <laughs> I would like to show Freddy versus Jason. That's that's that the, one's not bad. That's I mean, the that one, one I actually enjoy. I, you know, I, I don't love these films yeah. at all. <laughs> yeah, but Freddy versus Jason's actually pretty well directed. And it's funny, and they kind of they know what yeah. they're doing. There's, there's, all, there's a Hong Kong guy who directed it, Ronnie yeah. Yu. Yeah. So it's got some style to it, at least. Yeah, because that, and that's the only Friday Thirteenth next year. So hopefully, I would like we could just do it again. It's one of those things like you kind of have to like if you can like it's yeah. Friday the Thirteenth. If a crowd's going to show up and there's, you know, what it was there 10, 12 movies. So there's yeah. a movie called Saturday the Fourteenth, oh, which is a spoof. Yeah. Of Friday the Thirteenth, so maybe we can track that down. God, yeah, and. Um, yeah, and, and it's just, and people always ask, and it's like, yeah, keep on showing up. We'll keep showing these yeah. movies. And, and uh, we, I was even talking about the, the, the 3D one, and as far as I understand, like, I'm sure there's not a, a print floating around anymore, but rumor has it we have a box of 3D glasses somewhere in this theater. We do, mm-hmm. but they're the red and white ones, which is not what you used for the new oh, okay. 3D. Yeah. They'd have to be, like, super, super old. You know? Yeah, but even... Did I say red and white? I mean red and blue. Red and blue, yeah, because... Mm-hmm. Uh, the like cereal box ones. The, the Blu-ray edition of Friday 13th 3D, though, is just those cardboard glasses. Yeah, I have the DVD, which comes with two pairs of the old-school 3D glasses. Yeah, so it means we could screen that, and we, yeah. we just have to make sure we have enough glasses. Because that would be the horrible thing well, if we had, like... Well, here's the thing. We wouldn't have enough glasses for a sold-out theater. Right. 
and also I wouldn't want to give those away. No. You know? Like, it'd yeah. have to be like that time where we did the little scratch cards and didn't get all of them back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Be like, look, people, we want these back so we can do this again. Yeah. Yeah, as always, the, the people are going to pocket those things. Like, I know, like, like as much as I hate the, um, the 3D movies at the multiplex, the last time I went, quite a while ago, was, was we got tricked and, well, we had free passes to go see Captain America. And we went and was like, oh, it's 3D. And I, I'm used to putting my sunglasses on my forehead. So movie finished, I put my sunglasses on my forehead, and it was the 3D glasses, and I walked out. Most people do. And then, like, at home, I was like, oh, hey, these aren't mine. Yeah, but I think that's why you pay the extra three bucks. Yeah. For that and, like, cleaning. Yeah. Also, but, like... And then they, like, rebag them, I guess? I don't know. They do, yeah. They clean them and rebag them. Yeah. But, yeah, I wouldn't mind showing an old school, as much, like... New 3D I hate, but old school 3D would have a certain fun to it, if possible. I, I, I watched Creature of the Black Lagoon here mm. maybe 15 years ago, quite a while ago. And it was like a 16 millimeter print, and it was the old school glasses. Yeah. So that's fun. Mm-hmm. Um, Still just as dizzying to me. Yeah, it, d- it like, doesn't work. No iteration of 3D so far has been like... No. Not vomited. Even, <laughs> even comic, comic books work really well because they're not moving. Yeah. And even those aren't 100% of the time. But I, I read one recently. Um, a guy named Mike Allred reprinted some of his old Mad Men comics in 3D. And most of it was beautiful. Like, most of it, like, totally 100% worked. Mm. But even that, there were some panels that just didn't quite work. Um, so having that in moving pictures. And then some people, like... Especially if you have glasses, right? Like, you're putting glasses over glasses. It sucks. That doesn't work. It sucks. It gives me a headache. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, So then, so Final Girls. Oh, we have a weekend family matinee of Minions. Yeah. Which I hope a whole bunch of kids come out to. That's one of those things. Kids will come see stuff over and over again. I can't wait to watch this. Yeah. (laughs) So even if they've seen it, like, four times, they'll come and see it again with a birthday party or something. Yeah. And it it has a crazy cast. It's got um, Sandra Bullock, John Hamm. And Michael Keaton. Mm-hmm. Um, Michael Keaton? Michael Keaton's in it, yeah. I didn't yeah. know he was in it. Yeah, I didn't know either until I was, like, writing up the, the thing for it and looking on IMDb. So it's got a, a... Like a lot of these kind of big mainstream movies, I think they can afford to pay some name actors to come in for a weekend in their pajamas and knock off a voice for well, a I movie. Think, yeah, I wonder... And you the, pay and them less to come in in their jeans? Probably. Well, I think they pay them well. Oh, no, they get paid They get paid a well, lot. But, but they don't get... You know, you don't got to pay him for three but months. It's not as much work. Yet. Yeah. Well, no, Chris Rock, I think, was pretty honest about it. Like, why, why do you do, like, Madagascar yeah. 1, 2, and 3? And he, I think he said something like, uh, do you realize how much they pay me for that to just come yeah. in and talk? Yeah. <laughs> and 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 these these animated films, whether it be, so there's, this is, who's Minions? Is it, no, it's not DreamWorks. It's uh, Illumination. Illumination. Area. They're insanely popular. And you, you kind of, don't realize this. This is hilarious. Yeah. Have you listen to it? Like, it just. Well, and now that it's it like has. a child talking. It has. It's adorable. I'm sure there will be a Minions 2, and there's going to be a Despicable Me 3. So now it's branched off into two franchises, uh, which is what everybody wants to do now. They don't just want a franchise, they want a world. But so, like, Minions, which was, you know, merchandised on everything. Mm. The best thing I saw was Twinkies. They were geniuses. <laughs> They they just they just put the packaging so it looked like little minions, but then I'm like, but it's like you're eating them. You're like, no, no. <laughs> That's the best part. Yeah, and uh, uh. the uh, 
And what I have learned is my, my brave little rat terrier is terrified of minions because Gwen was walking Jip on Halloween night and Gypsy ran for her life away from a oh, no. little four-foot minion walking down the street. So, oh, my dog would do the same. He's afraid of children. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so wow. So she, she'll bark at like a, a, you know, a pit bull or a German shepherd, but a minion? No, that's it. That's the line. It's crazy humans. That sucks. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, I think that's that's our five movies this week, and yeah, check our our website because it just we keep on booking more and more. The the, the other speaking, I think we talking about weird movies. We have we had, we had Samurai Cop two booked for a while. Mm-hmm. Now we have booked Samurai Cop Part One, mm-hmm. and on the opening night we're going to double bill it, and which means you can come and see this. What is it like twenty five year old film? It's or from so. like nineteen ninety one. And then back to back, see the new film, which has a, even though it looks bad, looks has a bit more of a production value. It's more competent. They're in on <laughs> yeah. the joke this time. <laughs> yeah, which is dangerous sometimes. I, I think I've yeah. said it before. Like I don't, I don't like B movies as much when they're purposefully B movies. Yeah. I yeah. think that movie Birdemic got a little bit of flack for that because like you watch Troll Two, and some of its charm is that they were just trying to make that movie and it didn't work so well, but everyone was trying at least. And I think it's hard to kind of fake bad it doesn't work all the time well it's like if if i don't know think about the room yeah the fact that tommy was sort of takes himself seriously kind of ruins it for me yeah well, and, and, what and, well, <laughs> that's the best part well, <laughs> oh, God. Li- listen to so li- listen to um listen to or read disaster artist yeah and then you're like yeah oh this is sad yeah. <laughs> this is yeah. i just and people it's so funny people pop on facebook you know bless their little hearts they mean well but they're like are you guys going to get this movie? And I guess... And how he's like, shame on you now. And it's like, yeah. you, you didn't do a good job though, but... Yeah. <laughs> so, so Franco's film, the Franco Brothers film, I so believe... So that movie's getting closer and closer to being made. New yeah. Line The is, making of. Yeah, and... It's, it's Dave Franco and James Franco doing it, right? Yeah, and so... Seth Rogen? Yeah, so James playing um, Tommy, uh, Dave Franco playing Greg... Um, I'm a big fan of both the Francos. I like that whole team. I like I like those guys. And I think I think Seth Rogen might be in it, or he might just be producing. Who would he play? I don't know. I can't he'd picture him as anybody. He played the guy at the end of the movie who shows up, and people are like, "Who the hell are you?" Yeah. Or he could, he could play like somebody. He could play like a camera guy or something. Yeah. You know, he could play somebody else. But I picture it kind of like um, Ed Wood style. And if they pull it off, like, and so it's 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 funny, but still with a little bit of drama where you're kind of cheering for them. I think it could be really good. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll see, and and of course we've heard of it, and but this could still be three years off. But of course, if and when this comes to fruition, we will play this movie. You know, like we, yeah. we'll, we'll, you know, we we played the interview, and we played this is the end, and we played a couple of the other much smaller independent Franco films. So it's like mm-hmm. I'm sure this will continue to be on our radar, and I'm sure James Franco will make uh, you know 55 movies in between. Them. Yeah, the, the, some of them will be here. Uh, but yeah, so so Samurai Cop one and two is is Samurai Cop two could be the birth of the next The Room. We'll see how that flies. And Dangerous Men. I'm hoping it. And I'm, I'm rooting for Dangerous Men. What I'm waiting for. So we have not booked yet, but on the horizon, circling. We there's a movie with Brie Larson called Room, mm-hmm. and it's a it's a mother child drama, I believe. Uh, they've been in captivity for all these years yeah getting a lot of buzz for for awards and stuff like that and I just kind of sigh and go like oh that might cause some confusion (laughs) because just like especially just people looking at like third party things on the internet 
And if it says if you, room, if you really, or the room, if you, if anyone thinks that the room is going to be nominated, I yeah, you know, I don't know what to say to them. Yeah, but but so I, I, what I'm hoping for is that when we screen Room, it's on a Saturday night, and it's when we're screening okay, the room. I want to put Room. I want to put Room and Room in the room. Like I hope a bunch of shitty kids show up to a senior screening yeah. of Room. <laughs> and they're, and they're, and they're screaming stuff. and throwing footballs for no reason. <laughs> yeah, the old people are scared. What's happening? But yeah, so I, I want to know. I'm, I'm sure Tommy must have heard of Room, and I want to know what his comment is because I oh, bet he's you, probably pissed. I bet Shame feel, on you. Yeah, he probably feels like he's been ripped off when yeah. probably the folks who made Room are like, "What? What? I don't know what you're talking about." That, that's weird too. Like that that crash, crash and crash are always my go-to example. Like I think it's so mm-hmm. weird that um, you can't. I guess you can't copyright or trademark a word like that because you would think that when they trademarked or copyright. David Cronenberg crash that you couldn't make another one, but evidently you can. I think it doesn't apply to movie titles. Yeah, unless it's like, you know, Batman or something. Mm. But yeah, I think it's so weird that you can just kind of have another title that's the same and nobody There's can titles jump on that it. Are, yeah, exactly the same. You just it gotta look, look on IMDb and if there's some kind of common phrase or a common thing or, or a name, like if, 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 some, if there's a movie called Julia, you'll see Julia with a bracket of like seven behind it because there's all these other but films. But that's smart because if you give your, your movie, if you title your movie like that, like uh, say we've got this premiere coming up called Entertainment, yes. it makes it hard to find on the torrent sites. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, that's yeah. a good way to battle uh, <laughs> yeah. piracy. Give your, give your movie title like a, a somewhat generic name yeah. so that when you type it in on yeah. one of those pirate so, sites. So people can't steal it. So are you saying you're trying to steal entertainment? Never. No, no. I just, I don't know. I think, no, no, no. I would never do such a thing. But it is true when you type in. Yeah. Anyway. The, um, and, and. Stay off, stay off pirate sites. Yeah, don't go on pirate sites. You're a monster. (laughs) We'll lose our, you'll, you'll put us out of business. Yeah, you're a monster if you go on pirate sites. Um, yeah, and then this is too, I'm, uh, we're going to wrap up soon, but I'm excited tonight because we have the, uh. Cellar Door Film Fest in here. Followed by uh, The Green Inferno. The Green yeah. Inferno, which I'm a little cowardly about going to see, but I hope Cellar Door does well because I, I would like these guys to come back every year because it's cool that a local film fest is doing something, getting in weird films, and I, I'm going to try to pitch to them to just come here for all their shows next year, just do it like on a you know, Sunday, Tuesday, Wednesday or something if yeah. they want to save a couple bucks. But yeah, the so organizer it'll be a f- lady is super nice. So. Yeah, so it'll be a fun the screening The organizer tonight. lady. <laughs> That's her title. I don't want to like name her. That's on her in card. Case she doesn't want to be on the radio. <laughs> she could be in the witness <laughs> relocation program. The organizer lady. That's a good movie too. Uh, okay, I think that's it. I think we covered our bases. We survived Halloween. We'll be back next week. It was week. like Christmas. It was like yeah. It, it was this elongated holiday. Yeah, and it's still going. And it ended. And I'm like, holy too. shit, that went on very long. I woke up at fucking three p.m. and I was like, why am I away? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> And then it keeps coming because we have Final Girls and then Friday did we, 13th next week. Did we get any week. candy out of it? We had <laughs> the Final Suckers. I totally just realized that I have not eaten a piece of small candy. <laughs> I haven't eaten There's nothing. There's like literally no on-sale candy anymore. Actually, that's not true. The, the Ottawa t-shirt guy was saying that at the Westboro grocery store, yeah. they just have buckets and buckets of Oh, man, I just realized. Candy. And there's stuff I eat, too, because there's like Skittles or Nerds mm-hmm. and all kinds of Twizzlers, things like that. Well, we have those uh, Rocky Horror cookies. Oh, yeah. Oh, those are really good. The vegan. Those, are, those are good. Yeah, yeah. Nobody... House made, guys. 
Mm-hmm. Anya made them. Yeah. yeah so if perfect. she does those again, people we tried to publicize. I think people didn't notice them very but well. But then we're super stoked once they found out. Yeah. So we should publicize them ahead of time. I think she'd love to make them again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We could do it for something in um, Christmas time, some Christmassy thing we're doing. <laughs> My God. So <clears throat> she wanted to. I know we're like running okay. out of time. I just want to say really quick Anya is awesome. And she was like, I want to make these cookies and I want to make sure that they're vegan. Yeah. So she's trying to make. Totally vegan icing, yeah. not using food coloring because right. she read somewhere that some food colorings can have yeah. animal stuff. <laughs> right, in right. It. it has meat in it. Yeah. So she buys a bunch of fucking beets and yeah. smushes the beets to make beet juice to make coloring, coloring for the icing yeah. for these vegan cookies. And she was like not happy with the color after yeah. all of that. So. <laughs> So, By the way, bun- like, we bunch, have some aside. bunch of fucking beets is, is a really great <laughs> vegan restaurant. I don't know if you've ever been there. It's in the Glebe. Bunch of fucking beets. Bunch of fucking beets. We should just put a slide of that up in the slideshow. <laughs> just to confuse people. Put a fake name, a fake, fake street name. Oh, on, I ju- like on, it. on 75. Anya's cookie business. Yeah. Bunch of fucking beets. 75 Giraffe Street. <laughs> Giraffe Street. Ottawa, Ontario. Uh, anyway, she did an awesome job on the cookies, so yeah. I hope she does them again. Yeah, and, and I could eat the leftovers. Yeah. Cool. Okay, bye, everybody. We'll see Goodbye. you for our Friday the 13th-ish yeah. podcast. And go to audibletrial.com slash Mayfair Theater Podcast and get a free book. And eat pro Audio book. House of Targon. And go yeah. to House of Targon, play their new... Uh, Gwen and I played their X-Men Lethal Weapon game 3? from front to back. Did you, play the, did you play Lethal Weapon 3? I haven't played that yet, no. So cool. Go there, play all the things. Yeah. Okay, let's get out of here. Bye. See ya.